Anyway, Iron Man. <laughs> As if we weren't talking about it before. So anyway, shut up about everything else. Iron so Man. on the point of Iron Man. I would like to talk about the fact that he's Iron Man, but it's not Iron. He's, uh, it's a titanium-based alloy. Go away. Go. Of course he's not Iron. It's not, can you imagine wearing a suit of iron and then flying? That would be way too heavy. Don't be silly. Come on in and settle down. It's that fun time again. Plug into your Wi-Fi with your host story and Ben. Open up your minds and let the comics knowledge in. Are you sitting comfortably? Good. Then we can begin. And we are back. Welcome back to the Leeds University Union Comics Podcast, episode ten. We've finally hit double digits. Woo, woo! Legitimate show. Woo! Yeah, we've been going for ten weeks. Ten weeks, apart from those two weeks that I didn't put anything out because various people went back. But we've anyway, been going for twelve weeks with ten episodes. Yeah, yeah. By the way, quick shout out that next week will be our last episode for the Christmas holidays because everyone's going home. And everyone gets to have a good time and get some presents. So we'll be doing a very special show with uh, me, Ben, and Will telling you what's been the best of the year, what's been our favourite of the year, and uh, what you should get us. What uh, what you should get us? Definitely not what you should get us. We should yes, get what you should get us for Christmas. <laughs> Check God out. Damn it! Why aren't you buying your society committee presents? Check out uh, my name on Amazon and <laughs> uh, just pick anything from the wish list. My comics, really. It's all good. Now, we'll tell you what to get yourselves and what makes really cool gifts. And you know what? You don't figures. have to buy me comics-related stuff from my Amazon wish list. I'm fine if you want to buy me, like, Assassin's Creed 3, because oh. I'm poor and can't afford modern games. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's a hard enough life for Ben. Anyway, so this week we'll be dealing with Iron Man, the immensely dum, popular film. Dum. And, yep. Dum, dum, dum. There we go. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, I actually used that clip on the first episode, so <laughs> premature use of music. Uh, Iron Man, we're going to give you the origins, and it's fair to say that Iron Man, the movie, back in... Oh, God, what year was it? 2006? Before it's about a year before Dark Knight. Yeah, I feel like it was the year before Dark Knight. I don't. I should know this. I wrote my A level on this. My, yeah, like, but my like, level media studies final know. thing. Individual years though. And to be honest, when I saw the trailer before I knew anything about Iron Man, I was just like, "Meh, okay." Uh, I don't fucking know anything about this guy. But now we do know stuff about this guy. We watched the movie and it was great fun. And then they set up the Avengers. I would be surprised if there's anyone listening to this that hasn't seen the Iron Man movie. I'd be surprised if anyone has seen it and didn't like it also that yeah it's pretty fucking solid superhero movie um i mean it has a few teeny tiny issues but i mean otherwise it's got some cool characters it's got jeff bridges yeah great actors doing it story's not bad it's fucking funny as shit john favreau doesn't put himself in it too much no we'll talk about iron man 2 later (laughs) (laughs) oh john 
you're not directing the third one, but at least Happy Hogan's still alive. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm surprised. that is he going to be in it? I thought he'd yeah. taken his bat and gone home. No, no, he's going to be in it. Because <laughs> he was pissed off that he wasn't getting to direct the Avengers. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Well, because when, when the whole like Marvel Studios thing, when they were like, yeah. you know, we should do a whole series of movies leading up to the Avengers... Mm. John Favreau was kind of one of the key guys in planning that whole thing out, oh, oh, and okay. and then like over time they were like, yeah, we, we we kind of think the Avengers should have a different voice to just the Iron Man movies, and we don't want it to just all be John Favreau. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, so were they planning to do the Avengers movie right when they released Iron Man? Because we've got that little bit at the end that sparked the whole Marvel movies have to have a stinger right at the end to lead into one of the other films. Yeah, I think that was always the plan, that, okay. that let's introduce people to these characters, except mm. that the Incredible Hulk one didn't take off as much. Although I think that is an underrated movie. It is, it is underrated. And yeah, like whenever I saw reviews for the Avengers, it, it was always, you know, great blockbuster movies, Captain America, Thor and Iron Man, like the Incredible Hulk, which slumped at the box office like i don't well i mean did it slump that much or but i mean it certainly isn't lesser i don't think it lost, <laughs> i don't think it lost money no um certainly not like scott pilgrim sized loss well well even I scott pilgrim <laughs> like it lost money at the box office but then yeah, like totally it, made it it's back totally on. in the black on uh like Blu-ray, merchandising TV. and home video yeah. stuff oh t-shirts alone fucking so many of them. So people that love well. Scott Pilgrim really love Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, they do. I know because I'm one of them. <laughs> I would know. I am in that category. <laughs> so anyway, we're not here to talk about Scott Pilgrim and, or, and the we? fact that he's a terrible, terrible person. We're here to talk about Iron Man and the fact that he's a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the Iron Man movie is a, a pretty good origin, but uh, Ben, let's give... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm James Starr, I'm your host, and uh, I'm sitting here with Ben. Ah, uh, you know us, we're in the theme song, Yeah, yeah, this is this is the first time since the theme song, and I'm actually going to remember to thank Ellie Watts, the, <laughs> uh, the member of our team who is over in Spain right now, who... Our Spanish correspondent. Yeah, who, in a fucking quick turnaround time <laughs> as well... Um, I asked her if she wanted to do one. Not only said yes, bashed out the lyrics the next day, and then sent me the file the day it, afterwards. It was within a day of you yeah. going like, "Hey Ellie, do a theme song for us," kind yeah. of jokingly. <laughs> yeah, and, and then she was like, "Okay, here you go." I know because <laughs> I, I really, I really wanted her to do it, but I didn't want to be like, "Hey Ellie, you write music, right?" Yeah. Well, you know, I, I I'm not got anything so fucking do it i, I kind of like suggested it brave and bold might end up suing us if we keep using this true i mean <laughs> screw all the other copyrighted music that i throw in anyway but um yeah but normally you don't use like that no, much oh, of no, it no. and you only use it once so yeah yeah you're probably all right on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so eddie was just like hammering out some songs and i said you know i got this little podcast thing that you listen to and we don't have a theme song she was like i'm on it and then just <laughs> fucking did it. Thank you very much. It's lovely, and it's got our names in. I always, when I listen to that theme tune, um, picture us in, like, giant chairs with, like, a roaring fire. Yeah, and, like, big the whole story, I like, I, like, wink to the camera. And Ben, and you, like, turn a page. <laughs> or something. It, it paints a very grand picture, but it's certainly better than and this And it flat. ends in a glissato. Which, <laughs> because of that song, I learnt the word glissato. Yes, um... <laughs> Even before I learned that word, I loved the fact that 
the theme tune ended like that. <laughs> oh, so good. It's like a proper, like, those are the facts. Like, end Warner <laughs> Brothers theme tune. So anyway, uh, Tony Stark. Let's, uh, let's give a lowdown on why Tony Stark decided to build himself a great big fucking robot suit. I mean, I get, it's pretty much what happens in the movie. Hmm. It, it changes throughout time like most superhero origin stories do yeah. as to who captures him but he he gets captured there's an, like some kind of problem with his heart and he has to create something to keep himself alive and in the process goes well I create weapons and sell them may as well make myself one <laughs> <laughs> may as well um, I, I do love in, again in the movie when uh, Jeff Bridges uh, was it Obadiah Stane is it Stane yeah or- Okay, right. Um, he's trying to recreate the arc reactor technology, and we'll get into what that is in a little bit. But he's trying to recreate it, and the scientist says, "Like, there's just one problem, sir. Like, the technology doesn't exist." <laughs> and then he just blurts out, "Like, Tony Stark built this in a cave with a bunch of scraps." <laughs> and the scientist like, is just like, "Well, I'm not Tony like, Stark. Well, Jesus, you've pointed out one Iron Man is pretty awesome Dude, <laughs> yeah. kind of the biggest flaw in that movie yeah he, man- he manages to create technology that the rest of the world is years away from in a <laughs> cave with like some wires and a screwdriver well <laughs> I don't know that's that's the sound of me falling down the plot hole um so yeah what how is an arc reactor when it's made up at home it's, it's fucking comic sci-fi nonsense for what powers the uh, Iron Man suit yeah. and Tony's super heart machine. Okay. Yeah, well, well, what we were looking for is that he's when he's captured, he's he's dying. Yes, and the, the, the shrapnel is um, making its way towards his heart. I'm not sure how does shrapnel do that. Does shrapnel move in your body? Um, I guess if it's lodged somewhere and then your body's trying to heal around it, it might yeah, it might force it deeper. It's, maybe I don't know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm a podcaster, damn it. Not a doctor, Jim. <laughs> well, I am a doctor. I have a PhD in comicsology. Ooh, that's an <laughs> app. That's an app. If you want to read online comics, get that app. Anyway, um, so the shrapnel is moving towards his heart, so in order to keep it away from it, he builds this um, arc-, arc reactor thing. It's basically like, is it like an electromagnet kind of thing? But, I mean, it also outputs immense power to power the Iron Man suit. Yeah. But he needs to keep this thing in his chest to keep the shrapnel from killing him. Which gets him into problems later on because it means that he mm. basically is always Iron Man. So when there are people that are like, hey, we, we've got problems with Iron Man doing stuff uh, the, and they want to kind of control him, there's no way for him to stop being Iron Man. So by right. controlling Iron Man, they control Tony Stark. Quite right. There's no way of letting Harvey Dent take the fall for being Iron Man because <laughs> he doesn't have a glowing spot on his chest. Yeah, I don't even... like. At the end of the Iron Man movie, when he reveals his identity, it's like... But, people but, were going to work out. You <laughs> Occasionally, you're going to wear a t-shirt, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't even think about very much about that fact very much when I actually first saw it. But I did really like it at the end. And I guess it's kind of a spoiler a little bit. but uh, you know, Not really. In, not really, no. But like the, the cool thing about that is that he's, he's the first guy, really. Other than maybe... I don't know, maybe X-Men wearing the fact that they're mutants, so their identity kind of is their identity. It's the only movie wherein a superhero kind of comes out and goes, by the way, an Iron Man, and everybody knows it because it's in front of the press. Actually, yeah, a lot of 
Marvel uh, doesn't focus as heavily on the secret identities other no. than Spider-Man. Spider-Man. There's a, lo- a lot of them are like, oh, we know Wolverine. He's this guy. That's, yeah, like, he's on the Avengers. Wolverine. He runs the X-Men. He's like, oh, that's Captain America. He's Steve Rogers. He's been around since the 40s. And like falls for... Yeah. Oh, Hulk. you know, that Asgardian god that comes to Earth every now and then. Yeah, whereas like DC seems to be quite a bit more focused into the... like. Superman. Like Superman, who is this mysterious alien? Yeah, and Bat- I mean the whole like Batman thing. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I did like that they were a bit more open, and I mean, just generally in this generation of information and media sharing and everything, people are gonna find out stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Tony Stark is one of the the first ones in comics as well to mm. like just be, yeah, I'm Iron Man. Iron Man is Tony Stark. It's not a big like secret. not a big deal. Just do all this. Just get past this. <laughs> I got a glowing light in my chest. It's it's no big deal if you stare at it. So, starting points for Iron Man. Um, now, this is kind of like the Green Lantern discussion, wherein Iron Man's been around for quite a while, but even less so with Green Lantern, because they, they can change out the role of the Green Lantern for Guy Gardner, Carl Rayner, blah, 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 blah. But Iron Man has always been Tony Stark, so there's only really a few kind of starting good starting points for it, like. I, like, I don't know historical ones at all, but I would say, like, the, the post-Civil uh, War kind of stuff, like, um, I think Most Wanted is the first trade in that Matt Fraction run. Oh, it, um, it's the Five Nightmares. Yeah. That's it, the Five yeah, Nightmares, that, yeah, then Most Wanted. Hmm. Yeah, where, where it's, um, like, once Norman Osborn is kind of getting really into power in the Marvel Universe, yeah. which is happening a couple of years ago. All right, yeah. That's that's a good place to start. Other than that, I think uh, what they're doing in Marvel now is probably, and they've just switched over, like Matt Fraction's just finished writing. Hmm. So uh, that's probably the, the next best. Well, and plus you don't you don't necessarily want to read like two years worth of Iron Man to get up to date. No, no. I mean, certainly if you want to jump on it now, the Marvel now yeah. section is is the place to be. They're doing the um, extremist storyline, which was um, originally done by Warren Ellis. Um, I, can't think, I can't think when. I think it was uh, early two thousands, which is just basically uh, it's actually the plot they're going with for Iron Man three, wherein there is a extremist virus which is made. And used one Iron Man to basically nullify all of his suits. So, uh, I, I think in the movie they're, they're going with um, the people who made it. I can't remember the specific names right now. Um, <laughs> give it played one of the guys is played by Guy Pearce though, and I do love Guy Pearce. Um, oh, I wish point. I wish they would bring uh, <laughs> Justin Hammer back just because uh, Sam yeah. Rockwell didn't really get his like they didn't use Sam Rockwell or the character of Justin no. Hammer. Uh, 
like nearly as much as they deserved in Iron Man Two. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was he was so he was so great for it. And um, so the extremist virus is made and given to the Mandarin, who is, as you said, racist. But um, oh, God, especially in the early Eve, cartoons, e- evil Chinese villain with magic rings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, even I like that. Even Iron Man. Yeah, it's uh, supposed uh, to be all technology. Yeah, yeah. A superhero built on technology. He built himself, and it's all technologically based. And a lot of his villains are technologically based, like Iron Monger, which is giant Iron Man suit, and like other other things similar to Iron Man. And like then Whiplash, uh, yeah. Norman Osborn had the Iron Patriot Iron suit. Patriot More stuff. recently, um, the successors to Justin Hammer, his daughter and granddaughter, yeah. built uh, Detroit Steel and and tried to like corporatize Iron. Like oh, right. Iron Man kind of technology and sell yeah. it to military organizations. Yeah, and then like arguably the main one is the Mandarin, who has ten magical rings and can summon a giant fucking dragon. And they, I mean, they focused less on magic rings <laughs> recently <laughs> yeah. and yeah. more on him being like a mastermind. Like one of one of the most recent stories was the Mandarin like getting together all of the Iron Man villains. Chiefly Obadiah Stane, yeah. and controlling them to bring Iron Man under his control. Ah, okay, pretty good. I mean, yeah, yeah it is it's like like a, a scale down, like kind of using magic a little bit, but not like fucking like cosmic. And I, actually, seeing that was shows how few good villains Iron Man has as well. <laughs> oh dear, I mean, like we, we kind of to the to the point where like War Machine is fighting some of them and going, these guys really. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that, I, I think I think the film series um, kind of idea now, wherein bring out a good movie, you're gonna have you know two or three more good ones in you. Like, kind of takes for granted the idea of how many supervillains all these guys have. Not everyone can be Spider-Man. No, I mean like Captain America, you know, Red Skull, done. Nazis, yeah, that, no, that's like it. Nazis, and then like you take them out of the old time, and and they're doing the whole Winter Soldier thing. Which I haven't read, but I mean, seems to be like a pretty good way to do it. But then after that, ooh, I, I don't know. You better. Great, you better. School has kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fear itself. Yeah, I I really liked fear itself as yeah. a as an event, but especially the Iron Man stuff in fear yeah. itself. Actually, yeah. okay. So 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 let's let's talk <laughs> about about the Iron Man taking part in events now because there's like um, did you play a key part in Secret Invasion? I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I don't remember. I mean, Secret Invasion was obviously. Uh, tell you what, I don't remember what happened in Secret Invasion anymore. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let's 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 sidestep that and go into Civil War, <laughs> because Tony Tony Stark is definitely a main component of Civil War. Yeah, the, I mean, Tony Stark is head of one of the two sides in Civil War, which mm. is all about the Superhuman Registration Act. Yeah, where they. The government are proposing that all superhumans should have their identities revealed and they should be registered and they should be trained so that they can know how to help people better and use their powers in a way that they can help people without... uh... (laughs) Sorry, just (laughs) stories brought up the Wikipedia page, but Civil War comes up with American Civil War first. (laughs) Fuck it. (laughs) Abraham Lincoln! I was going to look up for you. Damn. Um... I feel like it was 2004. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a Mark Miller written story, and which, if you know what Mark Miller does now, 
you don't expect it to be like that. It's no, not, no, it's, it's like it's that, not kick-ass style, <laughs> Mark Miller. No, it's just like so. So I mean, like, let's think about it. Like, should superheroes, for like the government's sake, like, and for the, the safety of the, of the citizens, like, reveal their identity? I mean, like, I, I guess it, it would protect some people. Uh, but and then on the other hand, you know, what I mean? you're exposing themselves to villains, and then it's like kick-ass, like, yeah, with a kid, and a girl says cunt, and then you shoot people, and bang, 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 and then the Wolverines in the future, and, and then Red the Mystery names himself to the motherfucker. Uh, I'm so not looking forward to Kick-Ass too. The movie, yeah. I, I'm I'm hoping that like because Matthew Vaughn's still involved, right? I think he's, so. He's, he's, he's got a p- pretty good head on his shoulders. He can hopefully tone that down to a like watchable movie. Uh, Plus, they are using um, like Hit Girl as part of the the storyline as well, and the current Hit Girl series much better than Kickass. Oh King right, was. yeah, yeah. I suppose let's pass you down to Chloe Moretz, who's great. Yeah, great child actor. So um. So yeah, like <laughs> like the whole civil war thing is totally not what Mark Millar is like known for, but it does amuse me a little bit when so what, like Tony Stark takes the idea of yes we should expose you know I don't know it's expose. like yeah everybody yeah why why shouldn't like people want to help people let's train them let's make it let's make it all legitimate let's yeah. stop fucking around and just have us all organized and Steve Rogers who like surprisingly does not side with the US government. It's like, <laughs> yeah, Steve, wait a Steve Rogers, Captain America, is not siding with the American government, and he's kind of the guy who is historically, like, people kind of know his name, yeah. like, not as Captain America. Like, they know Steve Rogers. Yeah, he is not a secret <laughs> identity guy. No. And, and that's why Tony Stark and the government, they were expecting him to really head it up and, <laughs> and bring everyone in line. And he was like, no, I know a lot of people who are going to be in danger if they do this this is silly don't no no and then so it it creates this divide between the superheroes of the world Mm. where steve rogers and his group of anti-registration superheroes really go underground and there's a lot of fighting between superheroes all of this is going on at the same time as annihilation in in, (laughs) in space which is like galaxy destroying stuff yeah. and, and it's like and oh, meanwhile on earth uh, everyone's just fighting each other but luckily annihilation didn't get to earth so <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh god um so uh, how does how does iron man fare in uh, fear itself which was i believe last year that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty sure Fear Itself was happening while the DC reboot, or like around the DC reboot kind of time. And Fear Itself is more kind of geared towards four, just in kind of the content. But, yeah. But Iron Man, again, I kind of, like, I kind of center all, I believe there's one cover I mean, where he does, he's killed. He does a pretty key thing yeah. but, that helps them turn the tide in the war against these because fear itself is this like anti-odin yeah the um believes that asgard is his birthright and he was cheated of it by odin and turns a lot of the superheroes and supervillains into his like ancient warrior type people yeah i can't remember the names of any of them but it's like the, <laughs> the hulk turns into some evil force oh yeah yeah it's all for as the does weapons. uh ben grim the the thing oh yeah the thing it's all fucking huge people. I mean, all there's there's some other people as well, but yeah, yeah. But um, the 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 two key things like 
the key thing for Iron Man from that is that he drinks again. Ah. Um, because okay. he's he's so despairing and he's kind of making this prayer to Odin for the, uh, so that he can go to Asgard and build weapons mm. that will help them fight. But Odin needs a sacrifice. <laughs> um, so he, he drinks partly out of despair and partly as like he sacrifices his sobriety to Odin. Okay. I would have thought that sacrifice would have called for some kind of death. Ideally. Well, <laughs> it, it's no, it's it's just something important. Oh, okay. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> um, which, which then he he meets some alcoholic dwarves. There's there's Ooh. a lot of <laughs> his, there's a lot of really funny shit with the the dwarves who are uh, constantly swearing, but it's like Instead of asterisked out, it's just put in, like, runes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they help him build weapons for everybody, as well as uh, making his suit into, like, a a god-like weapon where he has to dive into lava. That was weird. And Oh, my God. Yeah. Because <laughs> at this point, Iron Man's suit is, like, part of his core structure. Like, it's in him. Uh, oh, yeah. It's like... It's like in his like, the, I think he's in his back. It's yeah. like grafted onto his skeleton. Yeah, it's grafted some, onto somehow. his skeleton and and then like comes out onto him, and it's very weird yeah. and it's really cool. But I don't understand how that works at all. <laughs> I'm not sure how that boy is still alive after having <laughs> an iron suit just grow out of him. But having that suit really just be him does cause him a problem. After this, uh, like he drinks again, and as I said before, the that there are some military people and the successors to Justin Hammer mm. are, are like getting military contact uh, contracts and not very happy with Iron Man just going around saving people for free and stuff. <laughs> uh, I suppose. And and not revealing his secrets to the military is like, no, because you guys will use my technology to kill people. <laughs> and I don't like that. <laughs> so... Um, so they used the fact that he uh, was drunk operating the Iron Man suit yeah. to to prohibit him, and they put this like ring around his uh, the arc thingy oh, uh, on yeah. his heart yeah. that stops him from using the suit. Oh, okay. Except, uh, like, what a surprise! It also it turns out because they're bad guys, it stops his heart from working properly when it needs to. <sighs> Don't you just hate it when that happens? <laughs> just... Fuck. Tony Stark makes you feel he's a cool exec with the heart of steel. And Iron Man, all jets of blaze, he's fight and slight with the culture rays. Amazing armor, yes, Iron Man. A blazing power. Because of a deadly piece of shrapnel lodged in Tony Stark's heart, each breath that he takes depends on a small chest device which supplies the energy to keep him alive. Yet in the transistor-powered costume of Iron Man, he can move like unleashed lightning. His flexible iron armor withstands destructive forces almost beyond measure. And his electronic muscle power is greater than the strength of a hundred men. Now, you were saying about the um, the Iron Man suit and like, the version that they're using now where it grows out of him. Yeah. This leads in very nicely into three key questions for Iron Man. Where my first question is, what is your favorite Iron Man suit? Because there is a shit ton of different Iron Man suits for different purposes. I actually really like the the modern one that was uh, brought around 
I think it debuted in issue 25 of Invincible Iron Man yeah. before they went back to the old numbering again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I oh, seem it's to rem- 600. People buy 600. I seem to remember that one being like that suit on the cover where it's very sleek and rounded mm. with the, the circular, none of the triangle or hexagon. I like yeah. the circle. Yeah, yeah, like the old fashioned circle. None yeah. Of triangle business. <laughs> None of this triangle nonsense. But yeah, I, I, I like Iron Man's suit being a, a very sleek design because okay. Tony Stark's the kind of guy that doesn't just take into like account the, the practical technology stuff yeah. like, say, Reed Richards might. Mm, but yeah. but he he makes stuff for public consumption, so he's clearly got an eye for the aesthetic as well, and I like that his suit looks like... It's like it looks like something Apple designed. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I do have something for the um, the Hulkbuster armor. It's because it is so like oh yeah, it's <laughs> just kind of like overgrown. It's, it's like just he's huge. like bu- yeah, he's just like built more muscle into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna tackle this giant fucker. I, qu- I quite like the really old like grey suit as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Tin Man suit. Oh yeah, yeah, the Tin Man fucking thing, and um, in the in the Ultimate, just like. I don't know. It's something about the the um, the helmet. It's um, I'm just I'm just like picturing them side by side. Like like the the ultimate one is kind of more oval and it's got more kind of like dots on him. I mean, it's a bit like four, where he has more circles. It's kind of weird. <laughs> just just more circles of light. <laughs> more circles. More circles. More beams. More <laughs> more everything. Uh, question. Beads. Give him some beads. <laughs> Give him some beads. <laughs> question number two for Iron Man um, going back to the movies is that Iron Man seems to be the like the front runner in leading all of his Marvel jazz I mean he set up the Avengers and it seems to be the first one that they're using for this whole phase two thing I mean he was lucky enough to get a sequel if you can call it a sequel not just a giant advertising campaign for the Avengers before the Avengers came out <laughs> um, so like, Iron Man 3 is leading this whole Marvel phase two thing but do you think in the future that, like, if Robbie Downey Jr. will stay around for maybe past three films? Because, I mean, we're going to keep using him, whether it be Avengers 2. I think he's certainly signed on up to the next Avengers movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, sure, at some point he's going to, like, go, I'm, I'm kind of bored of this. Yeah, kind of kind kind of, of done. And I don't know if, if they want to, like, keep with the Marvel like studios movie continuity and and they're still like popular enough to keep going with that mm. i don't know if you just don't just phase over to war machine yeah yeah I mean, war machine seems, seems to be uh i i, I do i do quite like him. that i miss terence howard <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that, that whole business i do quite like the look of war machine just because he's all like silver and black and he it's just like it's all the guns that you can see because iron man <laughs> is so like concealed like he's got the repulsor blast which is basically just in his hands which yeah, he also used like to fly hands and chest cannons and yeah and everything pops out whereas with war machine everything's just there like you can see he's the turret gatling gun on his shoulder <laughs> yeah and you can you can you can see the missiles it's like ready to fucking go oh god um like plus plus Rody is cool Rody needs to get his dues yeah, I'd I'd quite like to to read or watch more about Rhodey. I mean, um, considering that he was fucking brave enough to just pick up an Iron Man suit and glue guns on it, I mean, <laughs> it takes some fucking balls to do that. I mean, like, do you think they can bring in another actor and have the same kind of? I don't think he feel can, like, as, as like, like 
Robert, Robert, I mean, Robert got, Downey I mean, Jr. upstages everyone he's in a scene with. <laughs> Can you imagine being like the person to follow him to, yeah. as Tony Stark? Yeah, that like, would be that would be quite difficult. I, I can't see them doing that with, without it being a completely new continuity. Yeah. Maybe they bring the moustache back and the mullet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um, now... This third question is is kind of a question, but it's more of a leading of 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 what I hope would happen. <laughs> um, it's like it's more like a wouldn't it be cool? Like which which is a question, but um, certainly like the way the Avengers has gone, it, they've kind of tied in Tony Stark in with Bruce Banner at, at least a tiny bit because yeah, they drove off together. At the <laughs> yeah, end of the Avengers. yeah, like we drove off together to like do some science, and then like. After the Incredible Hulk, like the post-credit thing has Tony Stark in it, and I know they're they're still trying to tie in the movies, and we'd only brought out Iron Man, so it's the only one you could use. But the Hulk, yeah, and they were doing Iron... Incredible Hulk right after that. As yeah, well, yeah, so. yeah. So that was the same summer, wasn't it? Iron Man was May. I'm pretty sure and it Incredible is. Hulk was August. Yeah, I think. yeah. So um, I remember quick thing. I remember not wanting to go see the Incredible Hulk because a few days earlier I'd seen Indiana Jones four, Ooh. and then. The day afterwards, I watched a few good men. Okay, and it was just basically I saw Indiana Jones four, which had all the CG shit, and then <laughs> I watched a movie that was almost entirely based around talking in a courtroom. And somebody said, "Do you want to go see the Incredible Hulk?" And I said, "Fuck no," because <laughs> I just kind of don't want to watch anything with CG for a while. It, it that film hurt me a little bit. <laughs> it it's the only film where like the UFO comes out of the floor, and I'm just like. I literally like was gobsmacked. Like, what like, the what? fuck? Why? No, no, George. I I've come to expect this from you, Stephen. Why have you let him do this, Stephen? Why, why? Bad. Go to your room <laughs> and think about this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're supposed to control him. He is. He's meant to be like a big brother and control him. So anyway, um, I, I guess the thing I was I was trying to get at was, um, would you like to see Hulk and Iron Man kind of? team up in, yeah in, i really love the dynamic or... between them where where like they're both kind of bringing the best out of each other where yeah it, i mean like bruce banner is making tony stark less of a dick mm. and tony stark is going hey like i get that the hulk causes problems but think about the amount of stuff that you can do because you're the hulk yeah yeah and and like if if you're not looking at it as a negative, then it becomes less of a negative. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, because he makes a comparison to his his heart thing. It's like, yeah. see, like, see this? It keeps me alive. Now I could die, but instead, I made it a part of me, and I, now I can do all this phantasmical bullshit. And that is one one of my favorite parts of the Avengers. Just like seeing the two kind of come together a little bit. And Mark Ruffalo was great as. Um, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I tread into that territory. Go on then. Well, no, no, I, 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 I did a pre- I appreciated Mark Ruffalo a surprising amount, considering mm. that I love Edward Norton, and I yeah. think Edward Norton was fantastic. He in was, the he was, Hulk. he was very good, very, very good. Uh, he brought more of like, I mean, they were doing a different thing with Bruce Banner, but he mm. brought more of the like the tortured like, God damn it, I don't want to be the Hulk, and I'm just trying to get away from everybody. Whereas yeah. Mark Ruffalo it was more like, if you guys are going to drag me back into this, it's on your own heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he was he was a, a little bit more kind of composed, which is kind of a weird thing to say for the Hulk. Yeah, but I'm always angry. <laughs> that was so great. Oh, God. But, but, that movie, I mean, not that I held Hulk in, in, in a low regard. But fucking vindicated him while I went. Yes, Hulk, awesome. 
<laughs> fucking go and it, it actually made me excited about him it was, it was a really big surprise plus, but, plus you know he made Terry Dean Stanton <laughs> true yeah um oh god uh, <laughs> um because we've introduced like more superheroes into these movies I do think we kind of do need to start doing kind of team ups wherein because I know about like we all kind especially of especially since they all live in New York I know it's like, like oh shit's happening well guess it's down to me alone to deal with this <laughs> since all of my superhero friends are over there over <laughs> there and like comic fans will go well you know, Captain America can be a bit reluctant, or maybe he's dealing with Bucky, and um, like well, Thor's back in Asgard, and maybe maybe Bruce Banner doesn't want to be the Hulk. But to the average fan who goes to see the Avengers and sees them come together, and then he goes, "Well, why doesn't just get people to have them out?" Plus, also in none of those is there a reason why Tony Stark isn't sticking his nose into everybody's business. True. That seems like what he would do. <laughs> yeah, like there's does. a problem, I can solve this. It's like, oh, remember the uh, the. Big alien invasion. Kind of mass solving that. I kind of did it. Am I the only one that did the reading? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He didn't do reading. It's bullshit. <laughs> Quick mention of note right at the end. Uh, Jarvis, uh, his butler, which um, in the movies did a very good thing of making him the, the house. He is kind of a house, isn't he? He's kind uh, of like a, an, an AI. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's an AI in the cartoons as well. Yeah. I'm sure there was... In fact, that's something from Secret Invasion. Jarvis was a scroll. <gasps> yeah. Spiders. <laughs> it's it's fucking old. six years ago. Yeah, it's old. But <laughs> yeah, I, I do love Jarvis and he's he's quite quite a straight man just talking him through. And yeah, I, I I do actually love all of Tony Stark's little robot things. Like like um the arm with the fire extinguisher like keeps wanting to put him out. Yeah, <laughs> the first film, and like he lands, and then the the fire extinguisher is about to go, and he goes, ah, da, 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 da. no, no, yeah, it's, no. It's like just a <laughs> step away from being Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, it's, and then he lands on the car, and he's not even on fire, and it goes off. And, oh, it is, <laughs> it is so good. Oh my, that is is a great point to end on. Um, I think we touched on all the key stuff today. It's pretty good. Pretty good. So, I think we made a lot of progress. <laughs> I think we made a lot of progress. I think we've taught some people about Iron Man and a little bit of a Hulk as well. Uh, we have a strange way of um, leaning in other superheroes when we talk about specific Well, it's all interrelated. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it does. Um, again, quick programming note that the next week will be our last week for, this, for the winter holidays. And hope you all get your exams and essays and everything handed in and come back and... Well, I'm going to have a Wii U. That's going to be fun as shit. I, I don't know what I'm going to have. Anyway. I think I'm going to have a two terabyte external hard drive. That is not as exciting to everyone else as it is to me. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope that Ben gets his hard drive and that you will tune into us next week where we will be discussing the, our favourite points of the last year, uh, what comics that we all should go out and read and should have read by now, and special little gifts that we can all get each other. And, uh, we'll be buy good. me things <laughs> you're here Ben we'll see you <laughs> next week good night everybody